is because of God. It wasn't that you were so great. Wherever you are in your life, it's not even about you. It's about the almighty God. Because if the enemy would have had his way, you wouldn't be sitting here today. If he would have had his way. Let's go to Colossians 1. Somebody say a good life. I'm tired of the saints living beneath their privileges. If the words say we are the head and not the tail, then we ought to be the head, you all. Above and not beneath. And listen here. Let your, let your stories go. In other words, what I mean by this, whatever, you know, some of us, people hurt us. And we're going to hold that hurt to kingdom come. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and he should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Come worship with us. Enter the nomination of faith, church of the living God. 1279 Pickin' Road, Leesville, Louisiana. But God is first, and people are always. Welcome to the Living Your Destiny broadcast with Dr. John Barton, bringing you the Word of God with simplicity and revelation. Now, let's join Dr. Barton for today's message. The scripture says, I'm a watchman. Yes, yes. Watch over your soul. What else does it say in Hebrews? 13, 17, they keep watch over your souls as those who will give account. As those who will give account. And he says, submit so that they can do it with joy. And not with grief. Because there are pastors pastoring with grief. You know why? Because they have rebellious people. There are some pastors that try to avoid certain people. Because of the drama they always bring. That's a reality. I've counseled many pastors that don't even want to go to their own church. Because of a stick neck, stiff neck, rebellious people that they can't shepherd. Not in this house. So not in this house. Not in this house. As a watchman over your soul, sometimes you're going to have to be corrected. It's because God loves you. You never correct someone that you don't love. Well, y'all with me, say amen. So you have to have eyes to see and you have to have ears to hear. Now, here's where you come in at because you can be a watchman too. And as an extension of the, of the apostolic or pastoral ministry here, you are responsible for praying for things that need to be brought forth through this ministry. If there are some things that you see lacking in this house, stop going to somebody's house, talking about it, complaining about it, and give yourself to prayer so that God can release that thing. Many times. That's right. Give the Lord praise. Because <laughs> you see people, oh, I see this and this and that and the other. Well, maybe the Lord want to use you to pray to release something in that, in that situation so that his grace can apply. But how many, 
you know, in the body of Christ, the body of Christ at large, you have more gossipers than you do intercessors. God wants to use you to release some things here. And instead of you running all the time. Oh, I'm about to, I'm about to land on your lap. I'm just 170 pounds, but that's all right. Come on. <laughs> There's always people quick to run when they face an adversity. Everybody that come to church ain't saved and ain't in the, will, the Lord's will. So you're going you know, to have to deal with some people. But don't let them move you from your post. Come on, somebody. Oh, no, God sent me here. Somebody got to go. I choose you. <laughs> not moving me from my post. God called me here. God assigned me here at this post. Praise the Lord, somebody. Your watchman. There were things that, Minister Lakita, you're going to see some things that I may not even see. That's why you... you, you you learn when you're, when you're driving about that blind spot. You know? Something, we have, all of us have blind spots. But if I put you in a position, I need you to watch this, this area for me. If I put you in this position, I need you to watch this area for me. If I put you in that position, I need you to watch that area for me. Because you're a spiritual, you're over that. You've got to be my eyes. You've got to be my ears. Come on. You've got to be my mouth. Come on, somebody. Where are the watchmen at? Where are the intercessors at that can pray about situations instead of complaining about situations or running from it? I have set watchmen. Go back to Isaiah 62. I have set watchmen. Verse 6, I have set watchmen upon thy walls. Oh, Jerusalem. We shall never hold their peace. In other words, don't give up praying. Don't let the devil shut your mouth from releasing the will of God, from releasing the power of God. Keep on praying. I don't care if those children are acting stubborn than a mule. Keep on praying. You're the watchman over that, those children. You're the watchman over that house. You're the watchman over that department. Keep on decreeing a thing. Amen. Glory to God. I've set watchmen. I've set watchmen upon thy walls. Don't hold back. Release. Release the will of God. Release the plan of God. How did you do that? Through prayer. Through prayer. Amen. So we say you must have eyes to see. You must have ears to hear. And uh, let me show you what, you, what I want. And sometimes, you know, I don't want you to focus on seeing the negative. Because seeing the negative, you can be distracted. Amen. Write down Luke chapter 1, verse 21. There was a man by the name of Simeon. The Bible says concerning Simeon that he was watching for the coming of the Lord. Speaking of Jesus being born into the earth. And Simeon said, I will not see death until I see this holy child. <laughs> His prayer life kept him alive to see the promise of the Messiah. 
Another example during that time, in same, I believe it's the same chapter, the prophetess by the name of Anna. The Bible says she fasted many days. She fasted and she even abstained from, from uh, intimacy with her husband for seven years until she saw the promise, the promise of the Messiah. Glory be to God. That's got to be a praying woman. Yes. Amen. She, hopefully she had a praying man too. That's another lesson. The Bible says don't deprive your spouse, 1 Corinthians chapter 7. Amen. That's another lesson. But do you understand that she was a spiritual watchman? She was praying in the coming of the Lord. Glory be to God. And the Lord says that many of you have been assigned to this ministry to pray in not just the coming of the Lord, but to pray in the manifestation of God's power. To pray in the miracles, to pray in the souls, to pray in, amen, the things that God wants to do. You are the conduit. You are the hose. You are the channel that God wants to use, amen, to bring forth his promises in the earth and in this house. Just imagine if you would. Can you see what God wants to do in this city? And can you give yourself to prayer to release it? Because, you know, I need to teach you. How, how, do you, do you, how many of you pray for, the, for the, your church? How many of you pray for your church? How many of you think you can pray more for your church? Okay. I'm going to put you on prayer exercises. And when I met with you two, amen, uh, you said something in that meeting that I use as an exercise and I want to teach them. You said that when you come to a red light, you and your wife join hands and you pray. You take a moment to pray. Some of you need to start doing things like that. Every time I come to a red light, I'm going to stop and pray. Amen. Now, don't get caught up in the spirit now. They're going to be blowing the horn. Every time I come to a red light, I'm going to pray for my pastor. Every time I come to the red light, whatever it is that God placed on your heart, I'm going to pray for the ministry. Give yourself to prayer. Give yourself to prayer. Because if, if, we, can, if we can really uh, uh, put our minds together, see what God wants to do, our minds can't even fathom it. It's a supernatural thing. It's a supernatural thing. It's a holy thing. It's a thing that cannot even be fathomed with our mind. Your eyes have not seen. Your ears have not heard. Neither has entered to your heart the things that God wants to do. So he wants to use your spirit to bring it to pass. Glory to God. But can you see it? Because if you don't see it, you won't pray about it. Number two, do you have ears to hear? Are you sensitive to the Holy Spirit? There was a story of the, the prophet Elisha in Kings. Elisha, the protege of Elijah. Syria, the Syrians were trying to figure out why their plans couldn't work. <laughs> Every time they attempted to attack Israel, it's like Israel knew everything that they were going to do. What's going on? Well, there was a young prophet by the name of Elisha. God gave him ears to hear 
the strategies that was going on in that camp. <laughs> and the king got a revelation. It's that prophet Elijah. He's hearing everything that we're discussing. He's hearing all of our strategies, and he's exposing us to Israel. That's why we're in defeat. I wonder what would happen if we had spiritual ears that we can hear when the enemy's trying to come in. That we can hear when he's trying to come on the praise team. We can hear when he's trying to come in the youth ministry. We can hear when he's trying to come in the men's ministry. We can hear when he's trying to come into the... And, 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 and in, instead of, uh, 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 you know, operating in the flesh, we take authority over that in the name of Jesus. And we expose the plans of the enemy so that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. How many of you understand what I'm teaching? That's what a praying church does. Oh, I hear, oh, I, thank you, Lord, for showing me that. I'm going to take authority over that in the name of Jesus. Begin praying in the Holy Ghost. I come against that. And you got to have some warring prayer. You can't have this timid Mickey Mouse prayer. you got to have a warring spirit. You've got to be militant. Come on, somebody. Come on. You've got, you've got to have something on the inside where the devil knows she means business. He means business. He's, he's just not praying repetitiously or, or with this religious. But no, he means business when he opens up his mouth. When he decrees a thing, oh, demons, watch out. When he says something's going to happen, watch out, watch out. It's going to happen because when you open up your mouth to become a channel for the supernatural, God can release things in your life. So Elisha, as a spiritual watchman, was exposing the plans of the enemy. And they saw victory every single time. Can you say amen? amen? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, I bless you right now, Father. Oh, I bless you right now, Father. Oh, I bless you right now. As we give ourselves to prayer... And I'm going to close right here because there's something the Lord wants to do right now. We unlock answers. Say that. Say, we unlock answers. We unlock answers. Say, we unlock strategies. We unlock Say, we unlock solutions. we unlock solutions. How do we do that? In the Spirit. In the spirit is the realm where everything happens. Mm 